0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David and with me as always is Darth Austin.
1: Hello everyone. <laughs> sick? No? You sound sick. <laughs> got a little bit of a cough. or uh, I
0: got a little bit of a, it's not a cough, it's a, like congestion. I'm just very, very, I'm very congested right now.
1: Well <laughs> stop eating so much cheese.
0: Well, everybody just gave me cheese for Christmas. It's just, all I got was just cheese.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> that was like, I don't know, three weeks ago. You should be out of cheese by now.
0: No. No, it wasn't.
1: <laughs> no. No,
0: I guess not. I'm sorry. No. no. It was like Based two weeks Based on the timeline
1: ago, of, you know, unloading this episode it might be three months from now
0: so. it might be who knows yeah um yeah i mean we're i don't know there might be some you know uh what would you call it backdated episodes coming out on a release schedule that i have chosen <laughs> to do because i was lazy
1: yes it's all coming sure back backdated instead of what we used to do is actually you know get ahead
0: Well, I mean, we are (laughs) technically getting ahead when you think about it.
1: Yeah, but we were also like a month behind, so.
0: That doesn't count.
1: It doesn't count, okay.
0: No, that doesn't count at all.
1: Fair enough.
0: Oh, boy. All right, (laughs) so we are back again uh, for episode nine of Andor, titled Nobody's Listening.
1: Just like this podcast. Nobody's listening.
0: There, there could be just a couple kidding. people, like one or two.
1: Nobody's responding. That would be more obvious, <laughs>
0: Oh, boy.
1: Yep. Do you feel like uh, the title of this episode was just referring to Cyril, like completely referring to him as a person? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to that.
0: <laughs> we'll get to that simp. Oh boy, what a, what's a, what twists and turns we do have in this episode. I think, I think we're going to probably have a pretty good, uh, pretty good discussion over this. Um,
1: yeah, I'd mentioned last week, this is probably my favorite arc, uh, in the season and this is probably the best episode of that arc. So
0: yeah, yeah, I could, I could certainly, certainly see that as well. Entire season's been uh, rated uh, relatively high. You know, first couple episodes were below eights, but pretty much after episode six, everything is ni- eights or better. Mm-hmm. So pretty pretty darn uh, high praise there from the uh, community that loves to hate itself.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I maybe I saw or listened to a little more biased community when I was watching this as it came out, but... I really didn't hear a lot of negativity about this show for once, you know. And I, I fully expected this to be the most hated Star Wars show ever because it seems like anything I like from Star Wars is hated anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure you feel about the same. But, uh, no, this was really well received. Everyone was saying, you know, breath of, breath of fresh air. And I think this arc specifically uh, kind of is a reason for that, to be honest. It's just not something you'd necessarily see a little more dark, yep. you know, and it's it's definitely, this is the culmination of us saying for years that we want a more adult Star Wars, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can have the kid elements of things, but what, what I think we want in general, and I'll say this in the front, what we want in general for all of our media. We don't want preachy garbage. Mm-hmm. We just want good stories and it doesn't matter who's in those stories, but make a good story. Here's a story for you. So, uh, this past week I went down to Texas to visit some friends. Shout out to chase and Eric, who, uh, I also kind of, Uh, Get on the Chase's podcast, These are the Voyages. It's a Star Trek podcast. And, you know, had a really good time. Uh, Ate some really good food. Uh, Enjoyed decent weather. (laughs) (laughs) Went to uh, a few different places. And, uh, yeah, just did Texas stuff. But on the, the plane ride back, we decided to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. Because you fly on the airlines, they have, like, free movies on, like, your phone. So we watched... um, uh, No, I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, uh, Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. An American Pickle.
1: An American Pickle.
0: Yeah, it's a Seth Rogen movie. Okay. So it's basically about a guy who... In the 20s or whatever, teens falls into a vat of pickles and is oh, basically yes.
1: blind. Yeah, and he's brought back in the 2020s or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, and meets his great grandson or whatever. Mm-hmm. What a
1: terrible movie! <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a it's bad a, movie
1: You know I used to really like Seth Rogen But has he done anything good lately I don't
0: know <laughs> You know it's supposed to be like a comedy And I, I don't know that we laughed
1: uh, A single time really
0: I, Yeah I really don't know if we laughed at all It was just kind of like an hour and a half Just wow. But um, but that You know and yeah Seth Rogen's had stuff out there Good decent stuff But Hollywood's a weird place, man. they They don't really seem to have original ideas or just great ideas. Um I know people right now and I haven't watched it and probably won't watch it, but I know a lot of people are going wild over Wednesday.
1: Yeah, we actually just finished that last night. It's pretty entertaining. I won't lie.
0: yeah i'm not I'm not altogether interested in, in that, uh, but yeah, but cool. Good see But everything is so hit or miss You know It
1: is It really is It's uh Well I mean I think Rings of Power was probably a good example of that It's either we love everything about a show And we obsess over it Or Mm. I am going to tear this show apart And make sure that everyone involved Can no longer do their career Basically (laughs) We, We are very black and white anymore It can't just be like yeah, it was a good show, right? You just don't see that anymore.
0: <laughs> well, they're, they're, I mean, what's the last movie that you thought was really good? <sighs>
1: <laughs> don't think too hard. I have well, like going to theaters or just in general.
0: I mean, just latest movie,
1: uh, and it might have to be the last. Spider-Man movie, honestly, I hate to say it. No I, Way that's, Home. Yeah, and that was last Christmas. I haven't watched a lot of movies this year, though. not new movies anyway. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that's been decent. I mean, like the Matrix remake wasn't good, and the last few movies I watched just haven't been that good, period.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't really remember. I mean, No Way Home was fine, I thought yeah. it got and, and, I, and I and I don't care, but I thought it got cringy when you brought all the Spider Men in, and they were <laughs> all just kissing each other's butts. It, it, it's like I thought you know, it was
1: kind of entertaining in a well, way.
0: It was entertaining, making but fun
1: of fanboying, kind of. It, it,
0: it went too long for it me. Did. Yeah, I, I think it was great. Like I actually, I did like that movie. I did. I just like
1: think- seeing uh, Doctor Otto back. Oh I yeah, I mean that he was, was awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was he was my favorite uh, from the the Toby movies, but yeah, it, it was just kind of one of those deals where even that went a, went a little long. But I can't honestly name the last movie that I sat down and I like really really enjoyed like new movie that I really honestly, enjoyed.
1: I, I think I'm I'm struggling to remember most of the movies I watched in 2022. Which says a lot about the movies. And
0: that's the thing.
1: <laughs> Especially when you spend money on them. It's not like, oh, yeah, it was just some random free movie from Netflix. like, no, I went to the theater, I made a day of it, or I... Yep. You know. And, and I've had a few that I've skipped out on playing. You know, I want to see the new Avatar just for the hell of it, even though I expect to be disappointed.
0: Oh, did you watch that?
1: No, no. Oh, I, I okay. wanted to. Um, I don't think it's in theaters anymore, but... Mm.
0: You know one it's, movie? Apparently it's
1: like a four-hour movie. Yeah, it, am...
0: I'm good. <laughs> the, what I heard from a few people was it's basically the first movie with just learning to live on a different plane, like learning to live in the water. Okay. I'm not saying that you shouldn't watch it because of that. That's just what I heard. You know, the last movie that I, I watched in theaters and I thought was good, Top Gun Maverick.
1: I have heard that was probably like movie of the year.
0: I actually, I mean, it was a bit ambiguous and they were definitely trying not to offend anybody with the nameless, faceless (laughs) enemy, but I actually genuinely, genuinely enjoyed it. We watched it again, uh, just on whatever streaming service it was on a few weeks ago. So that was probably the last one that I remember. And before that, I couldn't even tell you. I I, I enjoyed Shang-Chi when I watched it in the theater. I don't think it's like terribly rewatchable, but I enjoyed it in the theater.
1: You know, at the moment when I watched uh the Second Doctor Strange, I actually enjoyed myself for a little while I'm not and i and I honestly was like, "Okay, this is gonna be awesome for like the first twenty minutes, and it just went downhill.
0: <laughs> I know,
1: and I really wanted to love that movie because I really liked the original Doctor Strange. I thought that was a cool, different wow. take on your standard Marvel superhero. Uh, their formula was pretty good, and it just fell flat to me.
0: And I think agreed. it was because
1: of Scarlet Witch, honestly.
0: Yeah, agreed. More than
1: anything. <laughs> but no, honestly, it's been more of a TV show year. Uh, well, last year was. And, and to me, you know, obviously the standout is House of Dragon. I can't really think of anything that really stacks up to that that I've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting ready to start the new uh, The Last of Us series so hopefully that's good get a little game of thrones reunion there with uh pedro, pedro. and whoever plays Malamont. lady Mormont. yeah <laughs> so hopefully yeah. that'll be good but uh i don't know i just I, maybe my enthusiasm for cinema is just not been that high the past year hopefully i just this don't think better. it's been
0: that good you yeah. know we get a lot of recycled stuff a lot of you know, superhero stuff and none of it has been particular uh, visually great. Yeah. But it comes but, to a point
1: where that just doesn't matter anymore. Mm-mm. It's kind of like when Michael Bay was going crazy with his stuff and yeah. it's like, yeah, lens flares and all this. And, uh, the first Star Trek movie of the new generation of Star Trek yeah, movies, like 2009. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like, Oh, that lens was beautiful. Flares.
1: But then you just kept getting more and more of it. It's like, okay, diminishing returns. I, yep. I want substance. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's 100% valid. You can never make too good of a story. You can always focus too much on the visuals. Yep. And I think that's any medium, honestly, whether it be a movie, TV show, game, anything. Agreed. And it is kind of telling that the only show
0: I really hear people, like, really talk talk about is, like, Yellowstone.
1: Yeah, Yellowstone, uh, 1886, I hear a lot about.
0: 1923, 1492. Too many numbers. Yellowstone (laughs) sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, we get it. (laughs) Which, funny enough, so I I, I think my buddy Chase told me this. I believe it's like a director or producer of that show actually owns a ranch in Texas. It's like the Four Sixes. And they had a, so we went to like a, I don't know what they call it, but it, it, it was like a fair kind of thing. But, it, you know, they had like a rodeo stadium thing that we didn't go to, but we walked around and uh, the Ford Sixes whatever, had a little booth or stand in this fair thing. So got to see a lot of longhorn cattle and horses. <laughs> nice. Got to be Very nice. a real cowboy. No, not really. Yet.
1: Well, you know, not it was, that it was it was as good. exciting as that. We uh, we did get to go do a uh, BrickFest on Saturday. Basically a Lego convention.
0: Oh. At the Columbus
1: Convention Center. Yeah, you were telling
0: uh, me about that. I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, almost spent a fortune on Lego Star Wars, but luckily <laughs> I did not. <laughs> gotta watch I was bummed it, out. I, I was bummed out. I had heard that it would be significantly cheaper, and I also had, like, a $50 Lego card that... Uh, Family friend had given Colin, and they didn't take the gift cards, even though they're what? selling Legos. like, yeah, we're not affiliated with the Lego store, no. so we can't take that gift card. It's like, well, what else would BrickFest be if Lego wasn't actually affiliated with it? That's just Well, no. it's,
0: it's like uh, the wizardly world of Kent, <clears throat> Kent in Kent, Ohio, is mm-hmm. like a lot of Harry Potter stuff, but it's not affiliated with Harry Potter.
1: Uh okay I can see that. But for the most part that was pretty fun. We got to do like a pine derby race cars that we made oh, ourselves with little uh weighted aluminum block axles and okay. then you just built it yourself. We uh there was a, just a ton of really well done uh life-size sculpt- Lego sculptures, I guess you'd call it. like a Mayan warrior and a oh. uh, samurai and all kinds of cool stuff. They had some Star Wars stuff on display, uh, Clone Trooper helmets, some lightsabers and whatnot. And very cool. Yeah, we did find our next uh, prospect for Lego Star Wars uh, collectibles. I think we're gonna do the uh, the Luke Speeder. Oh, uh, I've started, okay, yeah. I've started looking into the like what do they call it? The Legacy series or. Prof- Professional series I can't remember Um, What they uh, called But the series That like The thousand dollar Death Star And Millennium Falcon And Walker Are in But they all come With a little Certificate card A pedestal And everything And the Luke speeders Only like 170 bucks Or 180 bucks So I think I'm Gonna pull the trigger On that one It's really well done So I think that'd be fun Until I open it up And realize It's like 1500 pieces Yeah (laughs) That's a lot. Because, I mean, it's, like, probably, like, wider than your shoulders. It's yeah. It's a big piece, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Interesting. Well, good deal, man. That sounds uh, sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, boring. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Want to talk Mandalorian trailer?
1: Yeah, that we totally didn't just watch for the first time.
0: Yeah, when did it come out? It came out uh, during a football game yesterday. Right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it came out because we're in uh, like playoff territory now. So, mm-hmm. so season three's coming up, uh, and we we get this trailer, which I think seemingly confirms a lot of the things that we thought we would be getting.
1: Like cosplay Mandalorian with, like, the most random color set of armor ever.
0: Yeah, exactly. You get a
1: purple chest piece and a turquoise helmet.
0: Heck yeah, man. (laughs) But, yeah, it looks like we're going to meet back up with Grief. We're going to get a droid for his uh, Naboo uh,
1: fighter. Definitely looks like uh, Grief's doing well for himself based Mm. on how he's dressed.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to make our return to Mandalore so that we can uh, absolve our transgressions or whatever so he can get back in the cult. That'll be fun. Yep.
1: Can't wait for that arc.
0: Yep. <laughs> A lot of pushing of the speed button. We get our, we, we get our like, uh, rebel pilot back, you know, that kind of, like, briefly stopped him.
1: Yep. We get our mechanic and all of her droids, so everyone's excited about that. Mm. Seriously, I think everyone loved that character more than we
0: did. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. A lot of uh, Mandalorian-style battle scenes, and we even get a little bit of uh, Grogu doing some force push action on, like, a monster Mm -hmm. guy.
1: Although I got to say, just based on that trailer, that scene looked a little bit goofy when he's, like, coming out of the cave. What are you talking (laughs) about? It's perfect. (laughs) So hopefully they don't cheap out on special effects.
0: <laughs> we'll see.
1: We'll see how it goes.
0: But March first.
1: Yep. March yeah, it's first. coming up quickly.
0: It really mm. is, and we're uh, severely behind on all this stuff. So we might have to talk about kicking things into overgear, <laughs> overdrive, overgear. <laughs> that guy doesn't even <laughs> drive cars. You know. Of course, all- of course. Does anybody really know about overdrive anymore? I mean, everything just shifts itself now, right?
1: I mean, I think it still does the same thing it used to, and. Older cars My last But does,
0: but does anybody Really car know did. that
1: You know honestly I think that they hide The buttons so much In newer cars That no one ever Touches it And I'm sure That's a statistic Logged when you Like scan the Car you can tell How long it's been In overdrive I guarantee most cars Have never been In overdrive
0: Yeah it's possible Very possible But anyway I mean I, I think I think the trailer I think we, we speculated On it before it looks exactly like what I thought it was going to be. Return to Mandalore, Mandalorian fighting, maybe some more Grogu
1: backstory. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, we do get a little uh, part with the Jedi Temple, so we're going to see what happened with him on Order 66, probably. Maybe
0: Grogu joined Anakin, and maybe the reason why all the Jedi are there were to stop Grogu, but they couldn't.
1: <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people joke about, like, Grogu Grogu being the only one nice to him, like, the day before it happens. Like, hey, I just can't believe those Jedi masters didn't make you master Anakin. It's like, hey, just don't go to the temple tomorrow. (laughs) You're you're, you're a
0: good uh, guy, Grogu.
1: But I will be interested to see if, like, there's some close call where he almost runs into (laughs) Anakin or something like that happens. It it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me to see little Hayden.
0: Wouldn't you know. yeah? I was about to say, wouldn't it be trippy if they brought back Caden just for like one scene or something like just that? Got de-age him a little bit again. Think <laughs> about think about this. Just as a trippy side note, so everybody's there protecting Grogu because this is like we're assuming Yoda's child, maybe Yoda mm. and Yaddle's child, or just Yaddle's child, or whatever, and it, it's like important. And they're all getting struck down by Anakin, and Anakin just looks at Grogu and just like, "Move along."
1: <laughs> Wouldn't it be so terrible if like they spliced him into the youngling scene? He's just like in the back, and oh he's God. the only one he spares. It's like you're innocent, Grogu. I stop the chewing children were too, but- on
0: Obi Wan's hollow ball. <laughs> Give that back to him. You must. <laughs>
1: Grogu's just eating stuff in the library right before Anakin goes and kills the library. He just hides behind one of the bookshelves. My child, you are not. (laughs) Dead to me, you are. Oh, God. (laughs) The kid is. 15 years old, you are, and you have not gotten your life together. By this time. (laughs) I was already very much more advanced than you, or advanced more than you. you I was. From your mother, you must have gotten your affinity for the Force. Whoa! (laughs) Oh man!
0: Take after your mother, you do. (laughs) Just, Yoda and Yaddle are going through like divorce proceedings, so they're talking bad about each other.
1: bum your father is child support he does not pay (laughs) other
0: other uh, other uncles your mother brings over (laughs) (laughs) my child are you (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: ice cream you want yes
1: your father you love Child support I will not pay. <laughs> Money I do but credits I do not make.
0: <laughs> oh no. Uh, That's a good question.
1: Just, would a Jedi have to pay child support? Do they make credits being a Jedi? I don't think so, man. Or would like Coruscant base it off your income and be like, well yeah, you're a Jedi. You don't make anything. We can't force you to pay.
0: <laughs> Hide your existence from the council, we must. Jedi children we should not have. Yoda, w- what is that? No, uh, not mine. Aren't you like the last of your species? Uh, no.
1: <laughs> and of course, at this point, Yaddle's just disappeared from the movies and yeah. everyone's memories. So he typically he basically is. <laughs> It'll be that was interesting. super I, I was super against it the first season. Cause I was just tired of everyone saying that it was baby Yoda. But at this point I would kind of like to know one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Just, cool. just get it over with so we can focus on something more exciting Absolutely. and maybe give him a species. It'd be nice to actually get a species name.
0: You know, I, I did catch a video recently <clears throat> of George Lucas specifically saying he never wanted that to happen. Yeah. He just wanted it to always remain ambiguous
1: which is kind of cool to an extent until you get into how old this series is. And it's like, okay, come on. Just just do it. Get it yeah. over with. <laughs> yeah, could be. All right, man. Well, are
0: we ready to move on to even more interesting things? The show? Yeah, our, uh, our Lord of the Rings recap, months and months too late. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you ever finish House of the Track? <laughs>
0: Never started it.
1: You never you still haven't started it. Nope.
0: I might one day.
1: No, you won't.
0: <laughs> you really I might. won't.
1: It's funny, uh my brother in law when that was announced, was like, all right, we're gonna sit down as a group and rewatch um Game of Thrones before we start that show. It's like no, I'm that's not. I don't have the time for that. Yeah, that's a commitment. I'm not waiting six months and getting it spoiled. I'm watching that show as soon as it comes out.
0: Well, this is a prequel too. You don't have to watch the yeah. other stuff to see this, right?
1: No, no. I mean, Game of Thrones does literally spoil what happens. Plus,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: So <laughs> it's better not to watch it. <laughs> I would say so.
0: Okay, yeah. Let's move. Uh, let's move on into uh, into Andor here. Uh again, episode nine, nobody's listening. And uh we're back in prison. Andor is uh still in prison. And uh he's learning.
1: <clears throat> he's becoming a good little factory worker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we do we do open up with Bix and Bix mm-hmm. here Honestly, not a ton with her in this episode, but she is being tortured.
1: Yeah, what we get is pretty rough. And this is kind of what I was referring to when I said more adult Star Wars for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting though, Dr. Gorst Gorst. Mm-hmm. Uh he has a new torture method. And I thought this was gonna be like something like early, you know, the the oh, the torture droid, you know, that sort of thing, rack unit. <laughs> the-
1: no. The, um, (laughs) crap, what's the, the beast, the mind reading beast.
0: Oh, uh, you're talking about Saul's uh, Borgullet? Borgullet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I gotta say this was, this was pretty interesting because literally his torture device is a sound recording, an isolated sound recording of a dying species of sentient, animals on a planet that the empire was trying to uh what were they getting mining for something yeah they were
1: mining and like it's specifically the sound of their cries when they've lost their children or just any other species or anything
0: I, i didn't really look this up but was this the same like planet that we had this wasn't like the same planet or reference to the planet that we had uh in rebels right you you remember that with um, the with those things that were like flying around and
1: that's a good question that'd be worth looking up sometime.
0: I doubt it, but I
1: mean that'd be pretty cool if it was. It
0: would be it would be an interesting. time. I don't know about the timing, but um, yeah. So basically, the dying screams, and they the, this guy had isolated just the children dying.
1: Yeah, and then like tweak the sound frequency a little bit and. It, it was kind of a disturbing moment because you don't get to see what she's actually hearing. You just get to see her reaction, which kind of to me makes it a little bit more impactful, kind of creepy so. in a way, almost horror ish. So,
0: no, I I, I, I like, uh, you know, when you have to <clears throat> uh, fill in the blanks. Mm
1: hmm.
0: And again, Denisco uh, Miro here, <clears throat> still really good villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think you really have found uh, a great a great you know villain here. <clears throat> and you know, she
1: really is the culmination of all of our book villains, like our uh, aftermath series, and to some extent, I guess you could say that you get a little bit of a uh what's her main character from alphabet squadron what's her name starts with a q oh uh
0: Does it yeah, start with q i can't I think of her name now her
1: name. a little bit of her personality mixed with price and yeah. you know a few others so yeah that that was pretty cool she's just getting better every episode
0: yeah absolutely and bix is uh somewhat defiant here But, you know, she finally does say, it's like, you're not going to believe me anyway, right? He's like, well, yeah, you're right.
1: My goodness, just kind of going back. (laughs) I paused it. Go to nine minutes and 42 seconds talking about our torture with Bix and how it's kind of creepy. Get this freeze frame of the doctor. He is, like, psychotic.
0: (laughs) What is it now?
1: (laughs) Go, Go to nine minutes and 42 seconds and just pause it. Yeah, doctor is
0: psychotic. He's a creepy dude. Um, (laughs) Joshua James playing very,
1: uh, very, not a whole lot of screen time, but good actor.
0: Is he? uh, Not, uh, not a, not a lot of credits. I mean, he seems to be. uh, His earliest credit was 2010. Not a lot really not a lot and i don't really know any of these uh movies that he's been in or series hmm. but yeah kind of kind of an interesting character here um and he he's he's definitely sadistic but he's viewing all of this as a as an interesting experiment
1: well and and again i hate to bring it up a bunch but uh it kind of reminds you of a nazi scientist oh yeah what what they got to do, you know, under, I mean, they have free reign. And unfortunately, that's where we get a lot of medicine from today. But, oh, you yeah. know, just experimentation. And it, it's almost as if characters like this, they they're not even necessarily sadistic. They're just so joyful in what they do that they don't realize or care that they're hurting people. They're just completely indifferent. Right. And you definitely get that from this character.
0: So, it appears as though this place uh, cuz I did catch the name of the planet, Dizon Frey, and it looks Diz-on-frey. like uh it was made up for this.
1: Just for this. Okay.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So, doesn't doesn't appear to be a link to anything unfortunately.
1: Do they like mm. is there like any art for the car- the no. creatures at all or no. anything?
0: No. I mean not okay. that I can find really quickly here. Okay. Uh, so anyway, Bix uh, gets the old headgear. She gets some Bose noise canceling headphones, and uh, gets uh, died, dying screamed at. Yeah, it's not funny, <laughs> but it is. Uh, and that's basically it. We mm-hmm. also learned that Pac, the other guy who was in the uh, her store, uh, is going to be hung as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's pretty much. I mean, from what they say, a vegetable at this point because of going through the same torture. Uh, yeah. Another thing revealed: the more the more times you have to hear it, the more damage it does every time. So, kind yep. of a dire situation for Bix, obviously, because she's clearly not interested in giving up Andor, selling him out. Even though at this point she's not happy with him.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Now we do move into the Andor arc. And we're still in prison. We're still making mm-hmm. parts. Good old... Uh... Have you guessed
1: what these parts are yet? Just out of curiosity. No. Oh, okay. What are they? I'm not going to tell you. You have to wait till the next episode. I don't want to. I
0: haven't really thought that much into it. <laughs> Star parts. I have to assume there's something for the Death Star. Because that's when effectively I first... what everything was being funneled to at this point from the Emperor.
1: Yeah. When I watched it the first time, I assumed it had something to do with, like, ships, uh, destroyers, or maybe TIE fighters or something. Mm. But, uh, yeah, you just have to wait and find out.
0: Fine. They're they're just industrial toilets, aren't they? Long-tubes.
1: Industrial, industrial toilets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it something <laughs> stupid or something serious?
1: No, it's something serious. It's not stupid. Okay. I think the coolest thing they could have done with it is make it so they're building essentially the next prison system oh, though. That would've been funny. Uh, <laughs>
0: Prisoners building the next prison. Oh
1: boy. Yeah. That's something the emperor would do.
0: Yeah, uh, he would. He would. Um, but as we get in here, we do have Andor, you know, kind of scoping out the the joint. We see him sort of conspiring with some other with one other uh prisoner just kind of monitoring the guards. Effectively, mm. we do see that. We get a little Popping bit more
1: panels doing a little bit of sabotage.
0: Yeah. And uh old uh, what is it? Ulf or How do they what 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 do you remember the pronunciation of his name?
1: Was it Uh Olof, which
0: one is it? Or, uh, the old guy.
1: Oh. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Just go with Olaf <laughs> uh, uh
0: yeah. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> well, he's he's very one no, I out of prison. Yeah. I've got 41 <laughs> cycles. But he's obviously like not doing well. He's mm-hmm. clearly slowing up things. Uh, Andor's compensated for him a little bit. But he's definitely having having some issues here and that'll mm-hmm. keep going as as we go along. Um we also see when the prisoners are in like their, what do we call these, like holding tubes. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, we have our guys that are sort of like trying to communicate back and forth. Yep,
1: doing there seems sign to sign language and whatnot.
0: Right. There seems to be something odd going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all stuck in the tube for a while. Power goes out. And, uh, the prisoners are talking to each other a little Mm -hmm. bit. And we find out that, what was it, section two or something, uh, that potentially all those guys have been killed, but we don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, and the one thing that I, I guess I didn't catch this the first time, uh, but this time watching, I did that power surge realistically was probably from them frying them. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, and, uh,
0: Andy Circus's character here is still trying to uh, maintain some order because, I mean, aside from old Olaf, he's like next man out, you know. Yeah. So he's like he's just trying to get the hell out of here. Yep. And Bonnie well, also
1: knows that there's really nothing to be gained from chaos at this moment, right? So, might as well keep the peace because you're trapped. <laughs>
0: Exactly, and and Andor is trying to gain more information.
1: He's like <laughs> asking
0: him how many guards are on duty, and he's he's not being helpful. He's like, "No, you need to quit. Yeah. Stop asking. Stop talking about it.
1: Do this after I'm gone. Exactly. <laughs> Don't mess this up for me."
0: Do you just want to finish this arc and then kind of go into the Mothma?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. we can jump ahead. Well, we'll
0: do uh... Mothma, Miro. Uh, which also kind of coincides with um Cyril as well.
1: You want to do Mothma first then.
0: No, we'll, we'll, let's just finish the Andor arc first okay. and then we'll we'll go from there cuz there's a lot um but eventually we we get another work day and and Olaf or whatever is uh he basically has a, a massive stroke. Mm-hmm. And as they're carrying him him back, we have like a prisoner doctor <laughs> And, uh, he comes through and he's basically like, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to be done. And he basically mercy kills him. hmm And there's this discussion that happens between the doctor and/or and or in, in Kino Loy here about somebody who had been re- in quotations released from four, but ends up being put into two. Mm And when they figure that out, they killed them all. Yeah. So now we know that the prisoners are never released. You are here until you're dead. And, uh, at this point, this is when, 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 when Keno is effectively like, okay, we got to do something about this. And I think he says there are no more than 12 guards on the station.
1: Which is insane to
0: think about. Well, they have all the power. I mean, all yeah. they have to do is. A lot press of psychological
1: power, too, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, how often do you think they really, realistically, had to use the
0: floor? And that, Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, giving given too much of a load, it's possible that they could fry the entire thing and all the prisoners could escape. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of things or that you could, could kill happen.
1: the entire workforce accidentally and exactly. unintentionally.
0: But. We're we're getting we're getting the 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 end of this here, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna effectively start our break. I gotta say, man, the the music, the cinematography, the acting in this part was so damn good.
1: Yeah, so tense, such a the, dramatic
0: scene. Well, the guy who played our doctor too. I wonder if he's in here, readily available. Probably not. I'm not sure who he was. I'm trying to go through the
1: credits right now. But needless to say, he... Stupid Disney. <laughs> it knocks my screen down to, like, a sixteenth of the size and oh, just yeah. goes to the title card. It's like, no, I want to see the actual credits.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I'll say this. Like, even that guy was really, really good. Yes. Absolutely. And... It was, it's something else. It it really is. It's just, it's, it's, it's like a quality that just haven't seen. And I'll even, oh, uh, here we go. Maybe this is a guy, Adrian Rollins, Dr. Rashiv. Yeah, that looks like him. There we go. Yeah, here we go. Adrian Rollins. Just really, really nice. Uh, I, I I really enjoyed this whole prison sequence. It it made things tense and interesting. Yeah. So very nice job on that,
1: I would say. All so right. getting into uh we get into the Mothma portion, your favorite part of the entire show. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we we can get into this. Um, we do start with uh, with Mon in front of the Senate again, kind of uh, arguing her against her head against a brick wall. Yeah, but this is what <laughs> she does. And I do find it interesting that it seems like when people are either maybe leaving or just not listening to her anymore, their lights in their little pod shuts off.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, and uh, again. Think of this scene, and then right after that, go into the beginning of A New Hope with the announcement that the Senate has been dissolved. And this is just, yep. that does actually lend a lot of weight to this moment. It is actually a really good little scene to add to it. Uh, uh Politics in this galaxy had just become so, so much of a game. I mean, nobody cared about anything anymore. Everyone was giving the Empire control. And yeah. I think a lot of it was just apathy. It wasn't even a matter of fear. I don't think the Empire had to strong-arm these people as much as you would initially think.
0: Right. I will say that there were a couple of voices that did spe- speak out. It was like, oh, she's right. And the was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's very mixed at this yeah. point. Uh, so anyway, we go from there, and we learn that Vel... Is actually related to Mon Mothma. What was it? Uh, Their sisters. Are they, they sisters? Or are they cousins? Cousins. I could have sworn it. Yeah, I, I was trying to get to that point where they, uh, where she gets into the car. The, the driver. Yeah. Let's see. Door hisses. I'm just waiting for the subtitles to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Called from the resident cousin. Okay. So, Vel is a cousin, which is actually an interesting wrinkle here. Yeah. Uh You know, so that means Vel has clearly come from privilege on Chandrella.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, uh, decided to go another route. You know, it's it's interesting. They both ended up in the Rebellion in completely different uh, roles, you know. Well, yeah,
0: Vel turns out to be the fighter, and Mon Mothma is the what
1: figurehead (laughs) i guess yeah (laughs) i it would be interesting Ah. to see like in the mothma books her council when mon is deciding to basically just well not even just the mothma books even aftermath like going into how she wants to demilitarize yeah vel's input on that would be kind of cool
0: it would be interesting to see um but anyway, so Mothma's daughter gets a dress.
1: Woo! Dress and hot. they're super passive-aggressive with each other. Well, my dad <laughs> will let me
0: wear it. He lets me do whatever I
1: want. She went a little bipolar there. It's like, my dad lets me do whatever I want. <laughs> okay, bye. I'm going to go try on my dress. <laughs> hey, I'm still hoping she
0: secretly turns out to be a little rebel. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah, she just nice. shoots her dad later. I mean, what patricide? No, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not always. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Um, so anyway, we get into our
1: awkward dinner together, and yeah, you found this guy a guy such husband. A Not really what I'm looking for. <laughs> we just drive the point home. Marry this guy. He's rich.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to have to find a widower because we all get married when we're 12. You're so. old. <laughs> I'm 22. Yep, that's too old. old. Way too old. You're going to have to find some old, old widower whose wife died of the the plague back on Trandrilla because we don't live that long tradition. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I do think that it's interesting, and this is one of the things that kind of does irritate me with Mon Mothma still. She's, Vel's very much straight ahead into the Rebellion. Mothma is still
1: fighting against this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even to the point where she's like, come be a rich girl again. Like, no. The Rebellion needs her on the front lines. Why would you take her away? (laughs) I mean, I understand you don't want to see anything happen to her, but like, you do realize there are more roles to be played than politician.
0: Well, I hate to say it, but it, it, for me, it just reinforces how much Mon Mothma is either driven by fear, naive, or just a little bit, uh, conceited or a little narrow, a little bit of each, you know? And, and it's like, I, I admire her that she is actually trying to do something, but at the same token, there are a lot of other people taking way bigger risks that are going to advance this much further. And all you're trying to do is crack into your bank accounts.
1: Yeah. While people are dying all around you. And I mean, intentions are definitely good, but good intentions don't even, don't necessarily mean that what you do is right. Right. You you can have good intentions and be a complete idiot.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, She does talk to her friend that we saw in the last episode, uh, who was Mm -hmm. investigating her money. And I think that they were talking about like pulling 400,000 credits out or something like that. But she can't just do that because the accounts are monitored. So what they're trying to say. Because anything
1: over 10,000 credits is dinged by the. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) So what they're what he's trying mm. to say is, like, we need a relationship basically to have somebody loan money so that we can deposit it to take something out. Which is an interesting thought. It's still, it still seems pretty flimsy to me.
1: But yeah, we have... That person is just going to be monitored. Right. So, like... <laughs> but we do but have... When you get into, like, a kid's... Sh- not kid's show, but, like, I guess young to old teenagers... Adrian's show, that's about as far as you have to go with money laundering. Right. You don't have to explain it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Um, do you remember the character's name that we're going to have to meet now?
1: Uh, Hold on. I'm like a couple seconds away from them saying his name. Uh, I do remember when I was watching it.
0: Uh, I saw it, but it was like... Uh, didn't seem like they had any history, so... Davo. Davo
1: Scoldian Sco- yeah. Scoldian. And I, Scoldian and I'm pretty
0: sure if I looked that up earlier correctly I don't I'm gonna look it up again but I don't think that they were anybody uh, at least that had had any major impact in, in anything else but let me double check that nope doesn't look like it looks yeah. like a unique character
1: yeah you're gonna love him na- next episode oh
0: yeah <laughs> Is he yeah. super cool? Uh, he's just the best. Nice. I like it. Uh, and that's pretty much it for Mothman, right?
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Okay, so then we get into the mirror the mirror of it. So after she's done torturing, she's got a busy day of
1: walking around in a stylish cap. Getting creeped on. <laughs> You're my reason. You're I was the- already in the market. Even though I was was in here all day.
0: (laughs) I've been watching you for a while. Sometimes I just come here to see you. Sometimes I break into your apartment just to lay on your pillow and touch your underwear. Uh, What? (laughs) Uh, I said the quiet part out loud. I'm
1: sorry. The way you make your bed is so amazing. It's so tight. Do you steam your sheets every time you make your bed? There's not a wrinkle on that bed. would you like there to be? Anyway, uh, you know, the
0: funny thing here is there is a really weird vibe and it's almost like is Miro truly scared or is she mildly turned on? It's both. I really think it's both.
1: You know, I can't wait. Later on in the season, there is an interaction between them that is just like freaking priceless, and I cannot wait for your input on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well oh my god, he is such a creeper. He is like he is Norman Bates. Yeah. Trying to interact with a woman.
0: Would you like to come back and meet my mother?
1: Where is <laughs> I she? I didn't even think about that part. Where, where is
0: she? She's always been here. <laughs> wee, 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 wee. <laughs> oh boy. The mother scene was funny too. It's it's a very classic, overbearing mom who's who's just like annoying is like I got a promotion oh my god I, I was love just how saying she how just terrible you were it. but now
1: you're so good I'm so proud of you I
0: always knew you were so great I mean she was just short of saying what would you have thought if I just killed myself like if I just threw myself off of a building how would you deal with that
1: it's like mom, you know I, I mean, my cereal. cereal you are so disappointing I know it's I know it's kind of messed up to say, but I feel like just to kind of, like, round out his psychosis, I think that if he, like, just poisoned her at this point, it would have made the character even better. I'm not going to lie.
0: If if, if the mother dies mysteriously, I totally would understand. Like, I would, it's like, okay, we all know who this is, right? (laughs) And and then... You just then, cut up, then, no, cut no, no, to a
1: scene of him sitting in his kitchen and eating his cereal in peace.
0: No, no, no. What will <laughs> happen is, you know, she just dies. You just see Miro just out of the blue. It's like, I helped you again. <laughs> you didn't know who the real psycho was. It was me. He's completely normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're they're definitely gonna have psycho babies. Um, yeah. Anyway, the the scene in the marketplace was it was really, really interesting, or in the walkway or whatever you want to call that. Um, they
1: could totally be Hux's parents, by the way. I'm just throwing it out there, even though we know who Hux's parents. Are. Now that would be hilarious. <laughs> no, the the thing is, is like the acting
0: is is extremely interesting here. It's it's like a weird sub sub layer to this show. And she's like, you know she she's seemingly very confident in, in herself it's like, you realize like I'm a supervisor I could totally have you killed in the outer rim. He's like, yeah, kill me, mommy and, and then I I almost half expected them to do like a jump cut and they're just in her like loft and they're just making out or something right. It's like this is their foreplay or something like
1: that. <laughs> They've done
0: this like five times already. It's 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 just such a it, it's such a weird dynamic because he's he's trying to like get out this thing where it's it's like weirdly heartfelt but also psychotic and she attempts to walk away but he he like grabs her but she's really not like trying to make a scene or get yeah. away and like the look on her face is so nuanced where it's like are you enjoying this?
1: Yeah. Do you hate it's it? It's very very masterfully done cuz you can't tell. You really can't. And you also notice whenever she's in the field, like she's super confident when she's dealing with all the bureaucracy and commanding people. She's great at all that. She gets in the field. She kind of freezes a bit. She is not made for that. She is not a fighter. So it, I, I love this interaction because of that. Because she is like a part of her facial expression is like, I'm terrified because I don't know how to f- fight back if he attacks me or something. See,
0: I don't know about that. I I feel like she could, but, like, there was just a look when when she goes to walk away and he grabs her arm, she, like, does a full up-and-down look, like, just mm-hmm. from the bottom to the top, <laughs> and it's like slow, and it, it, I, I do, like I said, I don't know, and I, I didn't watch ahead. I'm perfectly fine not watching ahead, but, like, there was something in the actress's look that just conveys s- so many mixed emotions that, you know, this is why uh, I understand why people like this character and why mm-hmm. I like this character, but yeah, but I it think is clear. might
1: go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're fine.
0: Good. I was, I was just saying like, it's very clear that as we advance to her office, she is flustered, but at the same time, it's like, but why are you flustered?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would almost say that Miro might be the best new character that Disney has put out.
0: I think so. I
1: don't it, know if I can think of anyone who comes close.
0: Yeah. Well, and then, just like... I I don't want to say it's brave because everybody's bold and brave anymore. But it's it's a really interesting choice to bring this particular dynamic into a star wars show on disney plus
1: it is it really is it's uh, it's
0: something else
1: you know you you wouldn't even see this from George so no
0: it's adult yeah it's it's a very adult thing and the issue is and and this also kind of like ties into you know some some women's issues where a lot of women don't necessarily feel as respected in the workplace. Um, but also like, you know, there is sometimes a weird attraction to weird ass people, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: (laughs) sometimes you just have that weird thing, that weird dynamic going on and we're just touching on so many things.
1: And it's like, it could go either way. And, and, you know, honestly, it, We were just talking about earlier, stop pushing an agenda, actually write a good story. This is a perfect example of that because they could have so easily just made her a character where, yeah, screw all men. I'm just going to make all their lives hell, and that is my personality. But they make a stronger character because of what Miro is. Instead of doing that, where you're just like, oh, I'm just going to screw over every guy because guys suck. Now, this character is fighting through being the odd man out, being a woman. She is fighting through it. She is dealing with a lot of different types of people. You know, you get one person who's supportive and just fatherly, really helpful. Yeah, our, our major. Yep. You get, uh, <clears throat> oh, what's his name? The one that fights her first and tries to get her. In trouble. I can't think. Yeah, of... Yeah, I
0: can't think of his name right now. But
1: it's fine. and then and then you get Cyril, who's just straight out, you know, psychotic and obsessed with her.
0: Norman. Yeah. 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 Why are you wearing a dress? Sometimes I like to dress <laughs> up. I could wear your heels for you if you'd like.
1: Yeah, I, I seriously, I, I just think that it, it's a level of storytelling that you can't get spending money to go see a movie anymore. Yeah. At least this decade so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting, I think. I think that um it was a very good episode and mm-hmm. it just reinforced how well cast that this was for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I this might be if not my favorite episode, certainly in my top 3 of this season. Probably top 2. Yeah. For For sure. sure. All
0: right, man. Well, you ready to get into a rating?
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a six.
0: Okay, cool. (laughs) So anyway, he's a jerk. Uh, So yeah, give it your real rating and
1: why. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm actually going to break into the nines with this. I'm going with a 9.2. I think this is a... I don't like using the word perfect, and I don't like getting close to tens because I feel like there's no perfect episode. There's always something subjective that someone's not going to like, but for me... There is nothing I didn't like about this episode. It was just masterfully done. The acting was awesome. There was some tense scenes. You get a, really, a couple of really good reveals, you know, uh, finding out that you never get out of this prison, uh, losing one of our little uh, worker drones right before that happens, which was also very nuanced because he's the one that's about to get out. He's really excited, and then he passes away not realizing that he was never going to get out. So in a way, he kind of had the best ending that he could get, even though it was tragic, in a way. Yeah. Um, everything with Mon Mothma was... Not everything. Most everything with Mon Mothma was well done, even though it's still a struggle to enjoy the character. The episode and the acting... Is, is solid. I mean, the, the story's fine. You know, you get some more of the drama with her family, just the total disconnect. You know, the, the fact that her husband doesn't realize that her cousin prefers women just kind of leads into like how pathetic their marriage is. They don't talk. They don't interact. They don't care about each other. Her daughter doesn't respect her in any way. She's just kind of on her own. Um, And just, you know, everything that Andor is doing in this episode, trying to figure out ways to get out is really cool. And uh, Andy Serkis is just, he's a masterclass actor in this. I loved everything. Every word he spoke was with a lot of passion. He cares about this role more than (laughs) probably 80% of all Star Wars actors have cared about their roles. I'm not going to lie. He's just... Probably one of the best parts of this show, other than Nero. So just an amazing episode.
0: Yeah, and I I agree with a lot of that. I I was going to give it a 9.1, so we're fairly close in the ratings. Um, Normally, I'm a little bit lower on setup episodes, just because that's what they are. They're setup episodes. But, yeah, this was... um, it had it had so much nuance in it 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 had so many extra things that it was you know well well worth its weight um in the scope of the show uh you do see andor you know diego luna's andor kind of fading to the back in a lot of things we've really procured a pretty dominant cast i think miro has has definitely stepped up as like a top character um You know, Andy Serkis' character is obviously intriguing, and now we're getting that turn. The storytelling has just been pretty top-notch, you know, with sort of the exception of the very early sequence, although I did like some of that. Um, But, yeah, overall, it was a a really, really, really good episode. Very, very enjoyable. And, um, again, it just keeps you wanting more. Definitely wanting more. IMDB has this at an 8.5 out of uh, 9,200 votes, give or take. So pretty good. Pretty good uh, rating for that, for sure. So all right, man. Sweet. There we go. Nobody's listening.
1: (laughs) Another thing just to throw out there, you you mentioned how uh, Andor is kind of in the background more. I think it's kind of cool that they do that with his character being that he is... Not yet, but he is a spy character. The fact that he can just kind of disappear from an episode and be inconspicuous, you know, just kind of unsuspecting for so long and then for him to just turn around and just do something crazy. I think it's kind of cool how they've made such a strong cast that he doesn't have to be the center character because, I mean, realistically, a lot of what he would do probably wouldn't be all that interesting. And obviously, if we went through like a three-episode arc constantly in the prison, it would get extremely boring extremely quickly, so.
0: Yep. Yep. I, I agree. So, well, there we go, man. We got anything else we need to uh, yak about before we, you know, get the heck out of here?
1: No, I believe we're good to go. Cool,
0: cool. Well, if uh, any of you want to interact with the show, you can uh at tc plan podcast nobody will be listening they might you (laughs) never know you never know they might listen no no us we won't be listening if you interact with us (laughs) well man that's mean
1: episode name come on
0: can't believe you uh but anyway that's that's where you can go so do it if you want Uh, If you don't, you're terrible people, and we don't want you anyway. Just kidding. Uh, But, yeah, I think that's about it for this week. So um, y'all have a good one.
1: And as always, may the Force be with you.